We are Gateway Chapel, where we build your world by His Word. We stand for fun, friendship, fellowship, and family. You are listening to a Pastor Eddie message. Praise the Lord and welcome to service again. The Lord bless you in the name of Jesus. Now listen, this is the first Sunday of the month and I'm so grateful that you are here to kick off this powerful series with me. Now I pray that in this service the Holy Spirit will minister to you in the name of Jesus. Now, if you are watching this live right now, I know some of you are here right now. If you are watching this even later, I want you to know that this is still a service, okay? The church has left the building. And so every, all the elements in this service is designed to enhance your spiritual experience and the power of God, whether you are re-watching this or whether you are here right now, the power of God is present to heal you. The Bible says that while he was still speaking, the power of God was present to heal. So I want you to pay attention. I want you to take your pen and paper. I want you to experience this service and allow the Holy Spirit minister to you, whether you are here with me live right now or you are watching this later. It's still a service. So pray along, praise along, give, and the hand of God will be upon you where you are in the name of Jesus. Now, Father, I thank you. I thank you for everyone who are watching this service right now, this first service of the month, this first Sunday of the month. I ask, oh God, that you minister to your children in the name of Jesus. Father, I thank you. I declare this month blessed in the name of Jesus. Father, I thank you that you will go before them into this month and make every crooked path straight. Father, I pray, oh God, that you will fill every valley, level every mountain in the name of Jesus. Lord, we give you all the glory. In Jesus' mighty name we pray and the family say, Amen. Praise God. I am so excited about what I'm about to teach you in this message series that I have titled, How to Get Good Success. How to get good success. And that also connotes that there could be bad success. And you will hear this. Now, first of all, let me just put this out there. This has nothing to do with pros. <laughs> well, I take that back. This has nothing to do with getting, getting rich overnight. Okay? No. So make sure. Don't get uncomfortable. I am talking about how to get good success. There is good success and there is bad success. And, and sometimes it has nothing to do with money, okay? So you stay with me here. The Lord bless you in Jesus' mighty name. Now, turn your Bibles with me to Joshua chapter 1, verse 8. And turn your Bibles again to another reading in Matthew chapter 4, verses 8 to 11. All right? Joshua 1, verse 8 says, This book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth, but you shall meditate therein day and night that you may observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then you shall make your way prosperous and you shall have good success. How to get good success. Put your finger there and let us flip across to Matthew chapter 4 and we look at a supporting text. The Bible says it from verse 8, Again the devil took him up on an exceedingly high mountain 
and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their glory. And he said to him, all these things I will give you if you shall fall down and worship me. Then Jesus said to him, Away with you, Satan, for it is written, You shall worship the Lord your God, and him only you shall serve. Then the devil left him, and behold, angels came and ministered to him. Praise the Lord, I pray for you even at this time that may the devil leave you in the name of Jesus. May a word come from your mouth. May the rema word of God proceed from your mouth that will put Satan behind you and under your feet where he belongs in the name of Jesus. And the Bible says, and behold, angels came. I pray that this month the angels of the Lord will minister to you, my friend, in the name of Jesus. I pray for the ministry of angels. I pray that you experience the ministry of angels in the name of Jesus. The Bible says, are there not ministry angels sent to minister to, to heads of salvation, I pray that the angels of God will minister to you throughout this month in the mighty name of Jesus. I prophesy that indeed you, my friend, shall have good success. Not just any success, but good success. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Now, it is very difficult to define success. It is very difficult to define success. Success means different things to different people. All right? That's because people are built, people are called to build different things. People are called to build different things in life. And people pursue different aspirations in life. And people aspire to be different things in life. You know, some aspire to be home builders. <laughs> you know, people who just go on and say, well, you know, it's all about me and my family. I want my family to be the best. And the host, they center their entire life and pursuit in life around building their family. I call them home builders. And there are some who aspire to be career builders. You know, they just want to build their career. They want to be successful in their career. And there's nothing wrong with that. Okay, but they just want to just build their career. It's all about their career. You sit down with them when within five minutes they are talking about what they do for a living. <laughs> and then there are some people who aspire to build their business builders. All right, so they just want to build businesses. They want to build businesses. It's all about business, you know. And there's nothing wrong with that. And some aspire to be bodybuilders. You know, they just want to invest in their bodies. So they always want, want to look good and build their muscles and build their biceps. They are called bodybuilders. And some want to succeed as bodybuilders. Body and then there are people who want to succeed as nest builders. In other words, they pay attention to the ornaments in their home. All right? They are always talking about, always talking about the latest gadgets. You know, everything, every, any latest gadgets around town, they want to just make sure that they have it in their house. Their biggest fridge, their biggest, um, biggest car. They want to invest in their, uh, what, what do you call it, their TV sets, uh, whatever it is. You know, it, it, they are nest builders. You know, the latest fight, uh, fad in town is, is in their home. And there are also some people, they are just image builders. They are so concerned about their, their, um, their, their followership, you know, their likes and their shares and their followers, you know. So there are different types of, there are different types of builders, right? So we always measure ourselves against the backdrop of what we are actually building. So success means different things to different people. But the fact is that no one as a child dreams of being a failure. Stay with me here throughout this series. How, how to get good success. 
how to get good success. No one as a child dreams of being a failure. Ever met anyone who says, when I grow up, I want to be bankrupt? No. Ever met anyone who says, when I grow up, mm, I want to be a failure? No. Ever met any girl who says, when I grow up, I want to be divorced? No. Ever met any lady who says, you know what, I want to have three kids for three different men, and in fact, the one I'm going to be living with is not even my husband? No. Nobody says that. Who says, when I grow up, I want to go on holidays in a prison? People dream for aspirations. People, people dream to succeed in life. No one, none of us want that. Nobody wants to say, oh, when I grow up, I want to be ridden with sickness and disease, you know, and uh, that, that's what I want in life. No, none of us. Why? Because success is a desire that God places in our hearts. Success, your crave and your desire for success, your crave and your desire to build something is something that God has placed in your heart. <laughs> it reminds me of um, when I was applying for, um, for my visa in Cyprus, you know, seeking to uh, migrate to join my spouse in England, to join my, my, wife and, my, my wife and toddler in England. I remember the visa officer asked me a question. Uh, she, said, she said, so, uh, Mr. Edwards, when you get to England, what do you want to do? Ah, I said, what do I want to do? I said, I want to be successful. I'm going to build big businesses. I'm going to own houses. I'm going to drive big cars. I'm going to work very hard to be successful. And I went on and on and on and on. And I was sharing my dream with the visa officer. She was like, oh, are you serious, this guy? Do you know the country you are going to? You know, and they, but the fact is that everything I shared with that visa officer that day, that's the life, <laughs> that's the life I ended up living in England. So God has placed success in the heart of man. It is the will of God that you be successful. Whatever success means to you, it is the will of God that you be successful. Pay attention. This has nothing to do with money, <laughs> all right? Now, but again, the Bible says that then the devil took him up on an exceedingly high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their glory. And he said to him, all these things I will give you if you will fall down and worship me. All right? If you will fall down and worship me. The devil takes that which God has planted in the heart of man. The devil takes that which, which God intends for good and twists it around and, and perverts it and, and says you can, you, can you can get success. You can only get success if you give up God. Everything good. Everything perfect that God, our, that our Heavenly Father has given to you and I to enjoy, our desire, the enemy comes, takes it, perverts it, and makes sure, and then, and then sell a perverted version to us, wanting us to believe that we can only be, we can only feel good, we can only look good, we can only pursue uh, that which is uh, successful or great if we abandon God. God gave you a heart. He has placed in you passions, desires, and dreams. Listen very carefully. But unless, unless you understand, unless you understand that these things are in God's control, you will misuse it. The enemy will ensure that you misuse it. The enemy will ensure that you abuse it. 
and the enemy will ensure that that thing can lie dormant and wasted in your life. All around the world, millions of passionate people are misusing and abusing their interests and their ambi uh, ambition and, and, and are twisting that round. It breaks the heart of God when God's desire for you is perverted or when you allow God's desire for you to be perverted by the enemy. That's why in spite of, of people's talent, success, passions, some people are still unhappy. They are happy. God is not happy when your passion or your crave for success is misused or abused and not used to glorify God. What does it matter if you get to the top of your career but you don't have the health to enjoy it? What does it matter? What does it matter if you are so wealthy but you are never around to raise your own kids? What does it matter if you are the king of the boardroom but you are non-existent at home? What does it matter? What does it matter if you have all this social media following? You are building a great, follower, a great following but really, really on the inside of you, you are suffering from inferiority complex and low self-esteem. That's exactly what the devil, that's exactly what the devil wants. You know? So I, I remember many years ago uh, when, when, um, um, when I just came to the UK, you know, I, I was, I was and, I, and I read this Joshua chapter 1 verse 8, and I remember having a conversation with God. I mean, not, not, there is prayer and then there is conversation. There's prayer and there's conversation. Conversation is what you have with God when words fail you. Mm -hmm. And if you are here under the sound of my voice and you are going through life and life seems tough to you, I pray for divine strength for you today in the name of Jesus. I pray for the strength and the power of the Holy Spirit to minister to you right now in the mighty name of Jesus. I remember not too long ago here and I was, and I was having a conversation with God. And I was reading Joshua chapter 1, verse 8. And I was saying, Lord, I meditate upon your word, but where is this success? I am your Joshua now. You know, a conversation is that thing you have with God when words fail you in the place of prayer. Praise the Lord. <laughs> when words fail you in the place of prayer. When your immigration office, when your immigration officer asks you, what do you think? That means that you have come to the end of the road. <laughs> you have a conversation with God. Conversation is what you, what you have. You know, like, like you look at yourself, you find yourself in a pickle in life, you find yourself stuck, you find yourself in a, in a situation where your reality and your aspirations, your dream and your reality are so far apart. And you look up to God, you try and pray, but you words fail you. And then you look at yourself and say, God, seriously? Seriously? Is this my life now? <laughs> Hallelujah. You come out of your house, for example, and you start your car. Your car won't start. You get back home. Your doorbell goes up. Is the postman bringing you a second bill? And then you look at yourself and say, Lord, seriously? You know, I came out of my house the other day, and I ran into my neighbor. <laughs> and my neighbor said, hey, Eddie, how are you? I said, I'm fine. And I said, how are your daughters? He said, oh, he said, they are fine. And he said, what about yours? I said, oh, they are doing very well. And we started, you know, exchanging pleasantries. And then he said, you know, Eddie, I will never forget what you did for me, you know. I said, what did I do? 
He said, oh, I said, I remember one day I came out of the house. I was trying to get my kids to school, and then, and then my car wouldn't start. I was flustered, and I was panicking, and my kids were panicking. We were going to be late for school. I said, I said so what happened? He said, Eddie, you looked at me, and you just threw your car keys at me. I said, hey, take this. I said, I did that. He said, yeah. He said, you don't remember? I said, I don't remember. He said, you gave me your car keys, and you said I should, take, I should use your car to take my kids to school. Eddie, I really appreciated that. I, I really appreciated that. My goodness, I couldn't remember. I couldn't remember. Praise the Lord. Conversation is, the, conversation is what you have with God when you get a second phone call from your school about your child. Not that your kid has got another word. No, he has just disrupted the second class. Another class. So I had this conversation with God about success. Oh, Lord, I read about Joshua. I read what you, I know what you said about Joshua, but I'm your Joshua now. When, is, when will my time come? I speak to someone here under the sound of my voice. Your time is now. Your time is now. Your time is now. I command the favor of God to rest upon you where you are. Whether you have just received a, a negative letter from, 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 uh, from, the, from the interview you did last week or whether you are waiting in between contracts or you are seeking to get your next job, I decree right, that your time is now in the name of Jesus. Even if you are sick in your body, I command the healing power upon you in the mighty name of Jesus. If you are here under the sound of my voice and you sometimes don't feel like getting out of bed in the morning because you, you feel so down, you feel so down, you've been, you've, been, you've been troubled for so long, you don't even want to get out of bed in the morning, I command the power of God. I say, let joy fill your heart in the name of Jesus. Praise the Lord. The scripture is not, is, a, is not a word to a man over 2,000 years ago. No. No. It's a word to someone here right now. A word for you and I today. God wants you to be successful. End of story. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. You know, you talk about good success. I told the Lord, I said, you said good success. I want that. Receive good success in the name of Jesus. The blessings of the Lord makes rich, the Bible says. That means that there is no negative repercussion for godly success. God wants you to be successful his way. Receive it in the name of Jesus. You know, in our society, if a man is worth millions, but uh, in our society today we find there are people who are worth millions, but their kids are on drugs. What if you gain the whole world and lose your soul? That won't be good success. That's bad success. Lying on your CV to get a job is not good success. That's bad success. Pulling down others in order to gain favor is not good success. That's bad success. Stealing your tithe to buy an asset is not good success. It's bad success. God wants you to have good success. God's good success is godly success. Good success is godly success. Good success is the success that comes from doing it God's way. Good success is the success that comes from doing it God's own way. 
Joshua chapter 1, verse 8. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night, that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your ways prosperous, and then you will have good success. Good success. Praise the Lord. Good success is godly success. Good success is doing it God's own way. You cannot cheat yourself to success. You will pay for it on long, the long run. God is interested in our success. God is interested in our success. God is interested in our prosperity, prosperity of the soul, prosperity of spirit, prosperity of the mind. I'm not talking about money here, folks. I'm talking about godly success. God is interested. In all that we do as his children, God is interested. Through, though not in our own way, but in his own way. And under his supervision, hallelujah, God is interested in your success under his supervision. Under his supervision, God's success is what the Bible calls good success. God's success, success God's way is what the Bible calls good success. Don't allow the devil tempt you into saying that you can only be successful when you ditch God, when you give up God, when you give up God's way. No, that is the perversion of the enemy. Don't let the devil sell you on what, on something that God has already given to you. And that's what the enemy tried to do with Jesus. And the Bible says he showed him all the cities, all the nations, and his glory. And said, all these are yours. And Jesus said, what do you mean all these are mine? I, I, I own them. I created them. You did not create anything. My father created them. Get it behind me. Take your place behind me. You don't have to give up God to be successful. You don't have to give up God. You don't have to give up God to pursue your, your, your passion, to pursue your purpose. You don't, have to, you don't have to give up God. That is the lie of the enemy. Why? Because God is interested in your success. The word says success is setting a goal for something and then accomplishing it. But most of the time, the manner and the mode for its accomplishment is never considered. The word, I'll say that again. The word says, you know what? To be successful, set a goal. Set a goal for something and then go after it and then pursue it and then accomplish it. If you accomplish it, then you are successful. But they never tell you about the manner and the mode for, of, of, of accomplishment. That's never considered. God has another standard. What the world may call success, God may call failure. And what the world calls failure, God, my friend, may call success. The key to success, the key to the secret of success is the life of, in the life of the believer is consistently spending time with the Lord in his word every single day. The master key to success. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth. You shall meditate upon it day and night. And so the key 
and the secret, the master key to success in life is to is consistently spend time with God in his word on a daily basis. Every area of our lives must be built on the word of God. In other words, God must have oversight. God must have, must, must have oversight, must have supervision over the works of your hands, over your desires, over your talents, over your skills, over, over, over your pursuit, the pursuit of your purpose. Every area of our lives must be built on the word of God. It must be built on, thus says the Lord. Every area of your life, whatever you are doing, must, must dovetail, must dovetail with, with what God says in his word. 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16 and 17. It says, all scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. Why? It says that the man of God, which is you and I, may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. Praise the Lord. The word of God is there for you to be complete. And I love what it says there. It says thoroughly equipped, thoroughly equipped for every good work. When the works of your hands, when your life and lifestyle is under the influence, is under the influence and the inspiration and the instruction of the word of God, my friend, you will be thoroughly equipped for every good work. What are you trying to do, right? You are trying to do a good work. The, 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 the pursuit of your passion, the pursuit of your talent, the manifestation of your purpose is all because you want to do a good work. But when your desire is undergirded by the word of God, when it is driven and anchored and sustained by what the word of God says, my friend, you will be thoroughly equipped for the good work that you have in mind. God's desire, our God's desire is that you be successful. You'll be thoroughly equipped to do his will according to his way and his word, not yours. So when God said you will have good success, it tells you straight away that there are successes and there are successes. That there are successes and there are successes. And some success can be good and some can be bad. And he said if you want your own success to be good, this book of the law must not depart from your lips. This book of the law must not depart from your lips. It must not depart from your lips. In other words, you must constantly speak this word. Speak this word. You must bring your thoughts, your perspective, your opinion in alignment with what the word of God says concerning what you are trying to do. Allow God be the supervisor of your destiny. Allow God be the supervisor of your destiny. Allow God be the supervisor of your destiny. Psalm chapter 1, I read from verse 1. It said, blessed is the man. Blessed is the man. I'm talking about how to get good success. Blessed is the man 
who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law he meditates day and night. He said, I will tell you what this person is like. He said, he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth its fruit in its season, whose leaf also shall not wither, and whatever he does shall prosper. In other words, whatever he does, he shall succeed. But he's got to delight himself in the law. He's got to delight himself in the word of God. He's got to reorganize his mind. He's got to reorganize and re-engineer his utterances to be in alignment with what the word of God says. He said, then he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of, of water that brings forth its fruit in its season. In other words, when it is time for you to come into your own, then you will just come into your own effortlessly. When it is time to, to, to produce fruit, you will produce fruit in your season. In other words, you will never miss your season. There's no, there's no uh, uh, dry time up, up today, down tomorrow, dry today, up tomorrow. No. So you, are, you become evergreen. Evergreen. Now, listen very carefully. Even in down, even in down times, even when things are not working the way they should work, you are still within the perfect will of God. Even when things are not going the way they should go, but you are still within the perfect will of God. When Job was being tried, when Daniel was thrown to the lion's den, when Joseph was sold to slavery, they were still in the perfect will of God. In their challenges, God was still made manifest. In their troubles, God was still made manifest. When, 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 when a, a Saul was after the life of David, can you imagine your king after your life? If David was on the run for a very long time, even as, um, was it, as a fugitive, even as a fugitive, God was still with David. You need God. You need God. Don't let the devil tell you that you can succeed without God. No. Don't allow the enemy sell you a counterfeit. Don't allow the enemy sell you on what God has already given to you. The devil has nothing to offer you. Job 36, verse 11. Say, if they obey and serve him, if they obey and serve him, they shall spend their days in prosperity and their years in pleasures. When I talk about prosperity and when I talk about pleasures, I'm not talking about, I'm not talking about private jets and mansions. No, I'm talking about the blessed life. Doing the will of God. Living your life by design. Living your life according to what the word of God says. I'm talking about defining success based on, based on God's parameters. 
I'm not talking about yachts, private jets, and mansions. You can have yachts, private jets, and mansions and still be the most miserable person on earth and still be a failure as far as God is concerned. So if you obey and serve him, if you obey and serve him, it says you will spend, they, will, they, they shall spend their days in prosperity and their years in pleasure. Don't allow the devil tell you about prosperity. Don't allow the devil tell you about pleasure. Don't allow the devil give you demonic pleasures. Don't allow the devil give you demonic prosperity. No, prosperity, success, pleasure is in God. There's no enjoyment in hell. And there's no enjoyment from the devil. Our God is the God of enjoyment. Our God is the God of success. Our God is the God of prosperity. Our God is the God of good health. Our God is the God of peace. The devil has nothing to offer you. Prosperity is never about money. It's about, the, it's about living the life God has ordained you to live so you can be a blessing to others. Let me share seven facets of uh, good success. Number one, good success has, uh, <laughs> uh, 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 involves a lot of things. But let me just give you seven areas, broad, broadly speaking. Having prosperity without adversity. I'm not talking about just money, no. Prosperity without adversity. That's number one. Number two, having promotion without the possibility of demotion. When God promotes you, my friend, you stay up. And, 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 and God can promote you. Your prosperity. And you know, I tell my sons and daughters, I said, listen very carefully. I said, your progress, your peace, your prosperity, your promotion is not in the hand of your manager. Neither is it in the hand of your CEO. Neither is it in the hands of your government. Mm. Your progress, your prosperity, your peace is not, your promotion is not in the hand of your supervisor. Ah! It's not in the hands of your manager. <laughs> it's, not in the, it's not even in the hands of your minister, your prime minister. Prosperity is from God. When God says, it's time for you to be promoted on that job, there is no supervisor in that organization that can stop you. <laughs> when God says, it's time for you to be promoted on that job. There is no manager in hell that can stop your promotion. I told some of my sons and daughters the other day, I said, walk up to your boss and ask your boss for a raise. And many of them took the word of their spiritual father and prophet. They went to their bosses and they asked for a raise. And many of them got the raise. They got the raise. They got the increase. So it means that the increase, your increase is not in the hand of your manager. Your increase is not in the hand of promotion. It's not in the hand of your supervisor. And you say, oh, I've been working here. I've been working, for a few, working here for a very long time. And um, 
and uh, uh, you know, I don't have a promotion. It is because you have not sat down with your Heavenly Father. It is because you think that your success is from the because you think that your success is from the devil. You've not sat down with your heavenly father. You have not. Oh, I've been working here for a very long time and I'm not promoted and I did that. Anyway, but, but, but have, you, have you spoken to daddy about it? Have you told dad about it? Have you told dad, your heavenly father, about it? You tell dad about it and then let dad tell you it's time for you to be promoted. And let me see the manager in hell that can stop you from being promoted. Have you told dad about your need for salary increase? Why don't you put me to a test? Why don't you go to your manager right now? If you are hearing this and you receive this by faith and you consider this a prophetic word to you, why don't you on Monday morning, why don't you send an email or call your manager and tell them, I think I need a raise. And here is the reason why. Why don't you put this prophet to test right now to prove to you that your promotion does not come from any man, but it comes from God. Some of you will. And some of you will not. Number three. Seven facets of good success. Having deliverance without with turn into bondage again. Number four, having healing without any trace of infirmities. He that the son of man has set free is free indeed. Number five, having victory without the possibility of a future defeat. Number six, having the anointing and the grace of God that cannot be exhausted. That's good success. Number seven, having salvation without backsliding. Good success. Good success. Good success. But for the journey to be good success begins when you surrender totally and sincerely to the Lordship of Jesus Christ. Because Philippians 4, 13 says, I can do all things through Christ, which strengthens me. Oh, he starts from his Lordship. So there, let me just stop there today. And next week we will consider, we start, we look at the, we look at the word of God, we look at the, the consideration, the communication, and the conversation of the word of God. Don't miss this series. Yeah, I, I see you being supernaturally elevated at the end of this series. I see you. And next week I'm going to be sharing some deep stuff with you. I see God supernaturally lifting you. In the name of Jesus, the Lord bless you in Jesus' mighty name. Heavenly Father, I thank you. We bless your holy name. Lord, I decree good success over everyone under the sound of my voice right now. In the mighty name of Jesus. Heavenly Father, we thank you. Where they are today will be the least they will ever be. In the mighty name of Jesus. I decree their promotion, their protection, their peace. In the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. And the family say, Amen. Thank you for listening. You can find out more about us at www.gatewaychapel.org.uk Remember to subscribe so you'll never miss another message like this one. Be blessed.